Welcome to Insert Title Here, the only podcast likes to remind you that Rush Limbaugh's dead. That's your good news for the day. I'm Devin Vavio, and I do voiceover stuff and got do stupid things like stream on Twitch where I got my counter to 6969 in Pokemon Diamond and Pearl. I don't know why I did that, but that's what I did. Here's my co-hosts uh, who will introduce themselves now. Hi, I'm Adam. I am Technical Cake Mix. I make dumb videos like every two months because I don't know what the fuck is their consistent schedule. I'm Santa Hara. Tell me what the fuck Surge did. Okay, so we're just going to jump right into Surge Tankin. So Surge Tankin. Such thank you. Of system of a down. Let me let me let me let me let me just let me just just get you know, it over it, with. It'll hurt less coming from you because he loves you more. He does love me more. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I'm just gonna read you the tweet, okay? Please say, NFTs, the tweet. please say NFTs. Please say NFTs. Please say NFTs. Please say NFTs. Surprise, everyone! I'm very excited to share this news with you. These merges of art, music, digital paintings, and animation came out better than my highest expectations. Thank you, Rolling Stone, for the premiere. More soon. Hashtag digital art. Hashtag NFT. Hashtag NFT artist. He didn't rape somebody. Hell yeah! Search Tankian didn't rape anybody, and that's the only fucking thing I care about. NFT? I didn't hear about that. There's no such thing as that. Devon. Did you know where he lives? In the snow, oh Devon, it's still go down the let me lane. Finish. Do you see your life's in the drain? Oh Devon, do you know him? Devon, do you know him? Two minutes. Devon, do you know? Where he lives and where he goes Devin, do you know The Muffin Meadow lives on Drawing Line Ah! Okay, go ahead Okay You so, know that great picture of him stood next to that graffiti that says Capitalism cannot save the environment or something like that? Or like capitalism yeah. will destroy the earth Yeah So here's his <laughs> response to it He said, I appreciate all of your concerns about the environment as am I that is why I partnered up with the company Curio, who practiced lazy mining, where each of their NFTs are equivalent to sending 17 emails. The company is also not just carbon neutral, but carbon negative. That's still... It's still hey, a guys. Hey, guys. Hey, hey, welcome to fucking bullshit crypto bullshit place, where uh, unlike the other fucking crypto mining operations where each mining did cost the equivalent of a house, Ours only cost the equivalent of 17 fucking emails! Not just one, not half of one, not less than that, 17 entire fucking emails! Ooh, yeah, we're totally carbon neutral, we're carbon negative, yeah? Oh, we absorb the carbon into our assholes and then fucking expel the fucking pure non-carbon air! Suck my dick! Continue. No, that's it, that's that's the but, end of the tweet yeah, thread. Like- um damn damn yeah i saw such i saw touch turning on twitter earlier i was going through uh, my phone on my lunch break and went oh is there any system oh no oh i literally i i just quote tweeted it and went i said well fuck i guess steal this album to steal this discography still this actually still this album is now steal this monkey steal this album (laughs) (laughs) no it's right click right click God, the my favorite part about those kids who are like complaining about people right click saving them is like like they they clearly don't understand like 
the NFT, you're not actually buying that. You're buying the piece of the blockchain that image just saved to. You understand that, right? Like people are going to right click yeah. save as because it doesn't doesn't have, it's not have fucking whatever, whatever. You might be also be able to buy the commercial rights and re, you know the 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 resell rights that image if you wanted to. Like I must admit, I own the rights to the artwork never take on GameX because I you know I do a buyout clause. But it's a bit different. I'm also not saving it to a blockchain because like that's kind of cringe, bro. But you know what isn't cringe? Cranberry and pickle pie. I like pie. I like pickles. I would not put those things together, though I must admit I would try a slice out of sheer curiosity. You know, well, you know what to say? Curiosity uh, gave the cat food poisoning. I won't give you food poisoning. It'll just make his tongue... Yeah, cons consider, you know, seppuku. Oh, Mark went viral again. Oh great! Uh, what Mark do this time? Uh, so the cranberry and pickle pie thing. Hey, we're talking about Mark on our podcast. Hi, Mark. I love you. Hi, Mark. I love you. Uh, you're you're what my up, favorite of my friends who aren't Devin. Uh, fucking dude, I'm right fucking here. Adam, you're included in the <laughs> Devin friends. Okay, all right. Oh. Before I get into Mark's thing, I have to explain the hierarchy of who's a Devin and who's not a Devin. Everybody who's in my best friend circle and is in the 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 fucking Discord server that we're in, who isn't the person that I'm putting my dick in, is a Devin. Everybody, every okay. single one of you is a Devin. You qualify on that level. Like, obviously, you guys aren't the person Devin or, like, name Devin, but you qualify on the same, like, emotional level as him, right? So, like, you all have different titles and stuff, but you're all, like, up there, right? Everybody who's not Devin, like Mark. Mark's my favorite. For me. Mark's my favorite outside of the Devin category. Mark could be a Devin, but Mark chooses not to be a Devin, and I, and I appreciate his desire to maintain his autonomy. Anyway, Mark Stone on Twitter... Uh, at oh hey Mark, fucking quote tweets the cranberry and pickle pie and says, I've typed and deleted several tweets in response to this that made me just stop and put the phone down because I didn't like the person I became each time I looked at this tweet. Some truly ugly, vile, and uncalled for things in those drafts. Instead, I wish upon you peace. And that was fine. <laughs> I love you. Love to see it. You love to see it. Oh, I honestly like. Okay, I I do not like. I I don't like this time of year. Uh, for mostly capitalistic reasons. Um, however, I do love this time of year because people like to share their god-awful Thanksgiving meals <laughs> and their Thanksgiving recipes and their terrible pictures of said food taken at terrible angles and terrible pictures. Um, and I absolutely get fucking dogpiled on Twitter. That is the funniest fucking shit and I will never not laugh at that. Like, someone's going to post, like, the driest turkey they've ever seen with, like, Oh, drowned in gravy oh, and like no. some corn on the side and it's just like yo this thanksgiving spread is lit and it's just like lit on fire maybe because this looks terrible like, dude brine your fucking turkey it's not that hard it's it's so funny i'm sorry it's brine your god it's i must have i contrary I, I quite enjoy the holidays i should say i enjoy the holidays i hate what it does to people though I think that's fair to say. I think that kind of goes for most people. I would say, you know, I think most people enjoy like the whole togetherness aspect of it and the no. spending time with people that matter. Well, okay. Well, Xander, you're not people. We've been over this. Um, Xander is like an ethereal being for the record. He's like a tier above us humans. He's yeah. lording over us mere mortals looking down on us going peasants. If I can, if I can exist outside the, the concept of social interaction, especially around fucking ob obligated obligate holiday gatherings, like fucking, yeah, uh, I will. Well, the pandemic was great for me. I mean, Here's the that's... thing with 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 obligated family gatherings. You don't have to go to any of that shit. Like it also I have not. I oh, okay. I <clears throat> okay. So 
I guess we're talking about why we hate Christmas this episode or what the fuck ever or whatever it does to people. I actually cares. don't hate Christmas is the funny thing. It just depends. I the, hate the people I spend Christmas around. But I think that's the, the one, thing. Yeah. Well, okay. So the one time I took my wife to go spend Christmas with my family, who I don't talk to anymore, by the way. I just want to point that out there right I now. I love this story so I don't much. Talk to my family Before anymore. Devin continues, when he told me this literally last week for the first time, I screamed. This is my favorite story of all time of Devin's entire life. Like, not even him meeting me, meeting his wife, getting married, none of that. This is my favorite story of Devin's right here. Not even the coyote story is as funny as this right here. Continue. Okay, so I go take my wife to go visit my family for Christmas, okay? And where my family lives uh, is kind of off of, like, a dirt road, middle of nowhere. There's not even any lights, like, when you're driving there at night. Like, my wife thought I was taking her to to the Spencer Mansion to kill her. Like, it's that out of the way. So we get to my family. We go go to my family's place, and we all get there. And this is the first time that my wife has been to my the house I grew up in. It's also the first time I think she... Well, it's not the first time she's met my brother and sister, but it's the first time that she's met them for longer than like like an hour or two. It, was so this we all get first, there. Was this her first trip to the deep dark dimension? Yes. This okay. is, this is her, well, no, 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 no. This is like her second trip to the dark dimension. Okay. Her first trip was when we went to the lake and had a, a pretty... Whatever, let me get back to the story. They anyway, banged by a lake. So... We did not. Um, so anyway. They banged in it. We did not bang in the lake. That's a disgusting lake. I would not do that. Anyway, let me finish what I was saying. Um, so we're there. We're, we're, we're meeting with my family. We're talking to my parents. And then, you know, we're talking. And my brother's there. And my sister is also there. Now, anyone who knows me prior to 2018, I'm going to just say that, knows that I get along with my brother okay. I get along with my sister okay. But you get the three of us in the same room, and that's when the cage matches start. I know why like, the cage bird sings, Devin's life. <laughs> pretty much. So, like, we will start arguing or start fighting over the dumbest shit. Like, someone will say something that the other person did not like out of nowhere, and then someone will laugh about it, and then we'll just, just a huge fight breaks up for no, for, for whatever fucking reason. So. My sister says something. I don't remember exactly what it was. But then my brother pops off and says that my sister drinks like a camel. And by that, I mean like alcohol, right? My sister did not like hearing that. And she gets up and starts swinging at my brother, like straight up, like punching my brother. And they're just going back and forth, like, like, like swinging at each other. And my wife is sitting right next to my brother. Okay, literally, my sister, okay, my wife's sister-in-law, you know, her new family that she'll be marrying into is literally punching her brother, you know, my my wife's brother-in-law, my brother, right next to her. And I'm just like, are you fucking kidding me? It's like... Two days before Christmas, and you are literally embarrassing the shit out of me in front of my wife. You are literally beating up your brother right next to someone I want to introduce to this family. Are you fucking serious? You ever consider how I was? 
I was so genuinely fucking embarrassed that I was like, look, I'm so sorry that happened. I, I, I like I am I don't know why she did that. I don't know what happened there. If you do not want to come back to this place for Christmas ever again, I wouldn't blame you. That's not why we don't go back to them for Christmas. That's a completely different reason. But yeah, that that was just the most embarrassing moment I've ever had with my family. And I will not I just not spending Christmas with them ever again. It's just it's just not happening. So I think the difference is is that like unlike I guess you guys, I actually have people I want to be around during the holidays who for the most part don't do dumb shit like that. I mean, like, wife's family, like the second I came over, they were just like, This one is ours now. We will treat him nicely. I got a handmade scarf the first Christmas I was here. It was great. They didn't even know me. First time I met half of them well, on I Christmas mean, Day. It was really I, nice. I love my wife's family. I love spending time with them on, and during the holidays. And I try to. Like, when I yeah. get a chance to, I will go down there and spend, like, you know, Thanksgiving or Christmas with them. Because I love them. You know, they're, they're great yeah. people. But not my family. Yeah, I'm I, never I, I doing that, that again. I relate. I, oh, God. Never Liz, again. Liz has never done that with my family. Lucky her. Never will. Actually, uh, I guess post divorce, like probably catch up with my mom because I don't think she, don't think she does anything like too crazy anymore. Wait, post like, divorce? Oh my god! Sorry, post you're, my, you're getting divorced. What? No, my parents are divorced. Oh, okay. You meant they interacted yeah. after the. Okay, all right. I was like, wait, what? Yeah, no, you guys no, gonna no, get my, divorced and then she's gonna interact? With no, parents after no, you no, 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 no. God no, who God no. We're keep, fine. We're who fine. Gets to keep Xander. Yeah. Where do I, where do I go? <laughs> <laughs> we're fine we're fine i think I actually i think fine. the more i think the more pressing question is like who gets to keep like who where does my wife go oh god <laughs> i get Devin. let's get solid <laughs> oh god that's a terrible trade-off i'm sorry who gets, who gets the cats uh yeah, right uh, yeah, anyway. yeah, yeah. but yeah like no I completely understand that entirely like oh my god god like it was bad enough doing certain like family events with like her around and ugh <laughs> without getting too far into it all of my holidays growing up like past a certain point where wake up dad's passed out drunk mom's making food that is probably going to taste pretty good but then dad's not going to wake up until after the food's over and the mom's going to be upset that he slept the entire day because he was drunk the night before and then they're going to get into a fight and then mom's going to get drunk and then they're going to get into a fight with me and that was every oh. holiday, so I'm sorry, that sucked. Uh, I'm sorry, man. Um, and then after that, uh, I work all the fucking time now, and I constantly deal with people, and I'm constantly tired and exhausted. And if it's a day that I don't have to go into work, I do not want to fucking spend it around people anymore. Like, I just, I'm not a social person. I, I can be around my girlfriend, like, all the time. That's about it. Well, maybe you two need to, like, make your own holiday traditions up. Like, you know, once you have relocated to the moon, you know, maybe Thanksgiving is a nice, like, quiet Thanksgiving. You get a turkey breast and our, brine that bitch for a couple sorry. of days. You know? Like, it's me good. and Xander have a holiday tradition. See, on Christmas, he will say, Happy Christmas, Devin. To which I respond, Happy Christmas, Xander. Because we're making fun of Harry Potter. Well, ah, yes. But our actual Happy Christmas, Harry. It, it used to straight up just be Happy Christmas, Harry. Happy Christmas, Ron. But then J.K. Rowling became a turf, or not became a turf. Well, they really become one. Just got outed as one. Yeah. And then we're like, well, now if we use the character's name, we're essentially like endorsing somebody who wants our us to be wiped out. So, yeah, I still exactly. do the Happy Christmas part though. 
Yeah, but then our actual tradition is on New Year's we watch uh, RoboCop. Yeah, I am so Eve. crashing out this year. I yeah, am so crashing out this year. Eve. Oh, we're in three Absolutely. different time zones, so I'll be in 2022 first, and then followed by Devon, followed by Xander. Yeah. I I say, I say, who cares? Time zones are fake. Yeah. You know, you know who invented the time? God invented time, and but when God invented time in the Bible, in Genesis, in chapter twenty-three, fourteen, Genesis, where he's like, "And Moses, I came up with LSD, and let me tell you, this shit was bitchin'. You should take fucking four hundred micrograms if you want to see some serious shit. In fact, you can talk to me better that way if you do that first. That burden bush, motherfucker. That's not just a bush. That's marijuana, motherfucker. But anyway, when I invented time." Uh, it's all time is the same for everywhere. That's why whenever you're across the world, Moses, you motherfucker, and it's sundown, then you'll fucking appreciate the Sabbath. Because on the other side, where it actually is the Sabbath, the sun is rising, motherfucker. But then, like, humans, like, all right, well, we invented capitalism, so time zones. And he's like, ah, capitalism, my one enemy, Lucifer, how dare you? And Lucifer's like, hmm, now we will make them obsessed with the free market forever. And they will never create paradise on, the, on fucking Earth. And God's like, how dare you? I will send down my only begotten son so that he may die for their sins. And then Jesus goes down and he's like, oh, what's this? Vagina? Vagina's great. And then he gets laid and he never fucking actually dies for our sins. Jesus didn't actually die on the cross, by the way. Uh, yeah. Just want you to know. He, he still walks along. Can you tell that Zan is Jewish? He, he walks <laughs> among us. Can you tell that Zan is Jewish? <laughs> <laughs> Ah, there's a joke that you can only make among friends <laughs> two friends who understand that it's a joke by the way disclaimer disclaimer that is obviously a joke what the fuck were we talking <laughs> about before the jesus thing i actually completely forgot uh we were talking about the holidays in general and like traditions yeah. and like i quite well, well, i quite enjoyed the I, okay. thing I, I was i was saying words and then it delved into yes. the jesus thing what were the words before the jesus thing Time zone. Time zone. Something, yes. Yeah. Something about time zones. Okay, I, I remember, remember the whole thing now. Sorry, guys. I'm what we call very fucking stoned off of, depending on where you live, perfectly legal tobacco or legal cannabis. Uh, so, depending on where you live, it's one of those. Um, so, I, I may just lose my train of thought here and there because I still haven't cut back to the tolerance before the I went to the moon. Anyway, yeah, time zones are bullshit. So, we should just fucking pick a single fucking like uh, time and be like, all right, this is the one. All right, CCP. I thought they in China. China has one time zone. And oh, it doesn't okay. fucking work. Okay, so yeah. I, I was thinking CCP. I was like, is that Christopher Robin's initials from Winnie the Pooh? And I was trying to figure out. I was like, wait, CCP? I was like, Christopher, Christopher <laughs> no, Cornelius Christ. P. But that's the not communist, a P, it's an R. The Chinese Communist Party, dingus. You fucking knobhead. Did you know Xi Jinping is... Uh, a guy who exists, and that if he existed uh, in a in area that was near a uh, certain host of an insert, no, uh, actually, of it, it's the horse podcast in an alternate universe. That that certain host of the it's the horse podcast may uh, may or may not take it upon themselves to liberate the the people's republic from that the, the said peoples. This has been it's I mean, the horse I trivia. If if said podcast host also happened to be near a certain tennis star, I think uh, you know they'd fucking believe her and point out that uh, you know ultimate power ultimately corrupts instead of buying the state-run media and you know potentially help that tennis star get out of the country before she drops a massive bombshell on Weibo. But again, it's still alternate universe theoretical. David Beckham. 
sure. We'll go with David Beckham. The famous tennis player, David Beckham. Okay. So, okay. So, all right. Actually, you know what? No, let's have this conversation. All right. So, the tennis player, David Beckham. Why is he so famous? Why does everybody like the famous tennis player, He's David Beckham? not a tennis player. Devin, if you don't fucking go along with this, I will travel all the way to Texas and smack you with my fucking dick. Why is the famous tennis player... David Beckham so popular because he's not a tennis player. What? No, what do you? He's a badminton player, correct? Oh shit! Oh okay, real talk. What the fuck is badminton? Um, like, why does it exist? It's it's basically like a more oh. aggressive tennis, but the thing comes down slower. Oh, okay. Like if you if you really want to like, it's kind of funny. Like people are going to find a badminton being kind of a ponzi sport, but you generally have to hit it way harder than you hit a tennis ball. Okay. You got you've seriously got to get some aggression out of it. So it's basically a rich way of getting aggression out in a very civilized manner. All right, check if this I'm shit out. I'm completely honest with you. Badminton. So episode twenty of Insert Title Here podcast, we have uh we have ourselves a history lesson here. All right, badminton. Badminton, yes. for those who are at home don't know, and I barely know this, is a racket sport using rackets yes. to hit a... Yes. Oh my fucking god, is this actually what it's called? Yeah, it's called a shuttlecock. Did you not know it's called a it's shuttlecock? It's called a shuttlecock! Oh my god, he, he just... <sighs> Uncultured We called it a birdie! Okay, alright, no. alright, 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 back up. So as a kid... When I would travel to Ohio and like uh, hang out with like my grandparents on my dad's side, the Moguses and shit, fucking, they would always have like badminton rackets and all this stuff, and we call it a birdie. They called the thing a birdie. It's called a shuttlecock. Yeah, it always has been. Birdie is an Americanization because you all are too pussy to say cock. A shuttlecock, also called okay, also called a bird, birdie, shuttle, or cock. It's just called a cock. Oh yeah. my fucking god. <sighs> It's just called a cock! Okay, a cock is a high drag projectile used in the sport of badminton. It has an open conical shape formed by feathers or plastic. All of the all of the cocks that I ever slapped around with as a kid were plastic cocks. We didn't have any feathered cocks. It was just plastic cocks. Yeah, you have to get like a real antique one to find feathers on. Honestly, embedded into a rounded cork or rubber base. The shuttle cocks, ours were always rubber as well. So it was a plastic cock with a rubber tip. <laughs> the shuttlecock shape makes it extremely aerodynamically stable, just like my cock. Regardless of initial orientation, it will turn to fly cork first and remain in the cork first orientation. Where's the etymology? There's no etymology. Origins: the the object resembles a hawk's lure, used from ancient times in the, the training of hunting birds. Wikipedia, the show, by the way. Uh, it is frequently shortened to shuttle. No! Why would you just shorten the shuttle? It's you, you have to Neither, call it I think we all fucking know why it's been shortened to shuttle, okay? The shuttle okay? part of the name is derived from the back and forth motion during the game. Cool. Resembling the shuttle of a 14th century loom. Cool. While the cock part, the part I care about, while the cock part of the name is oh derived God. from the resemblance to that of a phallus. It looks like a dick. They call it a shuttle cock oh because it's a dick that flies back and forth. The sport of badminton is the sport of hitting a dick back and forth. And it was developed in British India. The British Indians. Now I'm thinking about it. Oh my God! The British no, Indians developed the game no, as no, as I'm a thinking derivative. About it. Uh, Continue. Shuttle. You know, I was gonna say shuttlecock sounds like a great name for like a hookup app where you drive people back and forth. I'm just gonna throw us out there. You know, cock being flown back and forth sounds an awful lot like Xander on a strip to the moon. 
Yeah, dude, that was the. <laughs> the game developed in British India from an earlier game yes. of Battle Door and Shuttlecock. Yep. European play came to be dominated by Denmark, but since Denmark yep. isn't a real country and it became very popular in Asia, China eventually started dominating. Don't. Fuck Denmark. Yeah. Yeah, and I so like China. China dominates cocks. China, China dominates is the, the domina every single time. China is the domination of cock. I okay. I yeah, love China now. I love China now. Chi I want to dominate cock. China kind of ran with it at the Olympics. That and ping pong, because it's kind of funny because ping pong was invented by the Brits. Yeah, since '92, ba yeah. badminton has been a summer Olympic sport with four events: men's singles, women's singles, men's doubles, men's quads. I can't believe the world gets to watch men and women play with a cock during the Olympics. It's amazing. Oh, sometimes they Very have mixed doubles. Mm. I wonder if they have mixed orgies. So or it's just like purely like homosexual orgies. I mean, to be fair, have you seen the Olympic Village condom pile? Uh, That's not a joke, have... seriously. Oh, yeah. yeah people, people at the they Olympics fuck. fuck. They, they fuck. Yeah, Olympians fuck. Which and, like, I guess, you know, makes sense because like, you know, Greece and everything. Yeah, they but, like, up seriously, pussy. like like damn like I, I read a stat like during the london olympics in 2012 they got through something ridiculous like 50,000 condoms it doesn't shock me they tried to make beds this year for the olympians that they could not do any fake news thing, like... fake news i saw the video of the guy jumping on the bed they claim yeah. these couple beds were because they're anti-sex no no no, no, no. i was news. gonna say that i was gonna say that let yeah. me finish let me fucking finish what i was gonna say just like kanye okay. west I... said i will let you finish taylor swift but beyonce had the best fucking shuttlecock of all time Jesus Christ. Anyways, no, I was saying they were trying to make beds that they couldn't do any excessive motion on, to which the Olympians said, I bet, and still fucked on the beds. They could still that would have been bed, what yeah. I was going to say had you let me finish. So, speaking of finishing, before we move off of Shuttlecock, badminton is frequently compared to tennis due to several quality, qualities, and this is what I wanted to get to. The following is a list of manifest differences. That's a weird sentences. Scoring. In Shuttlecock, a match is played best two of three games, and each game played up to 21 points. In tennis, a match is played best of three or five sets, each set consisting of six games, and each game ends with one player wins four points or wins two consecutive points at deuce points. What are the fuck deuce points means? If Don't answer that. You know, tennis if, works. Don't answer that. If both teams are tied at game point, they must play until one team achieves a two-point advantage. However, Correct. at 29 all, whoever scores the golden point, ooh, the golden point, will win. In tennis, if the score is tied 6-6 in a set, a tiebreaker will be played, which ends once a player reaches 7 points or when one player has a 2-point advantage. In tennis, the ball may bounce once before the point ends. In shuttlecock, the rally ends once the shuttlecock touches the floor. I didn't add the second shuttlecock. I just want everybody to know that. That's shuttlecock itself. Oh, fucking. In tennis, the serve is dominant to the extent that the server is expected to win most of their service games at advanced level and onwards. A break of service where the server loses the game is of major importance in a match. In, in Shuttlecock, a server has far less in advantage and is unlikely to score an ace. In tennis... Here's... Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go in ahead. In tennis, the server has two chances to hit a serve into a, a service box. In Shuttlecock, the server is allowed only one attempt. There's two more points. A tennis court is approximately twice the length and width of a Shuttlecock court, and tennis rackets are about four times as heavy as Shuttlecock rackets. Correct. Okay, so with that knowledge, we all know that Serena Williams could spike a tennis ball through my brain and kill me instantly. That's not a question. No that, one's questioning that. That's hard. However, however, 
Could she spike a shuttlecock through my brain? No. Simple reason why I played a lot of badminton because it was like a really easy thing to have kids play when I was in school. Because it's it, the problem is when you hit the when you hit the shuttlecock, like immediately so much momentum just goes out of it, and like yeah, it might go a bit faster, but like it the, the momentum goes out of it almost instantly when it does the flip around when it goes to the correct orientation. So even if you get smacked in the head with it, like you're, you're fine. You're I got smacked in the head okay. with the cock a lot. As a kid, I took so that. many cocks. I'm not. Face, I'm not. Dude. We're not. We're not bro, touching that. Bro, Zander. everybody knows we're talking <laughs> about shuttlecock. Okay, we're not talking about like fucking cock, cock. We're talking about shuttlecock. But I'm calling it cock. Okay, because I gotta say cock. I want to. I want to just do like uh, out of context. Insert title here. Bro, this is Xander. I got hit in the face with a lot of bro, cock as a kid. As a kid, my dad would spike just numerous cocks into my face. Like, I would look up and there would be a cock right in my fucking face. My dad would not let me go a single vacation without just fucking numerous cocks just smacking me in the fucking face, dude. I took so many fucking cocks to the face, it's no wonder I don't have more brain damage than I have now. Dude, I took so many fucking cock, like, I am the cock commander at this point. That's, uh... That's a lot of cock. That is a lot of cock. Holy shit, dude. That is a lot I played of cock. too much shuttlecock growing up. So about the new Pokemon games then. I'm glad you brought that up, because actually I wanted to talk about it. I those. don't. So you like, guys have okay. fun. They look pretty fun. Fine. Okay, so like I have Brilliant Diamond because uh I had money set aside for it. And my mother-in-law sent us some cash, and I said you know what? That's kind of covers our food stuff and we have money left over. Okay, sure. Why not? I'm gonna pick up Brilliant Diamond. So Xander has walked away. So cool. Thanks. Awesome. Thanks, buddy. Thanks. I stayed here for your whole cock conversation, but you can't stand here while I talk about Pokemon for fucking a couple of minutes. Thanks, dude. Anyway. <laughs> this is the episode where um, we break up, isn't it? <laughs> it is. It is. Anyway. Um... So, okay. There are things I like about the Diamond and Pearl remakes. Uh -huh. There are also things I don't like about the Diamond and Pearl remakes. The main thing I like about it is I like a lot of the quality of life features. Like, getting rid of T or, or HMs. Oh, great yeah. idea. It's like you needing to have, like, two separate HM whores to get through the game. Yeah, Gen like, 4 was really bad for it. Was, like, Rock yeah, Climb was, was a fucking sin against God. And Defog. Rock, uh, rock Climb and Defog. Cock Climb? It's terrible. Rock Climb. Cock Climb? Stop. Anyway, the fact that they got rid of those and now everything can be done with, um, like, the Poketch and, and having it as an app that you can are allowed to skip things through great idea that's a fantastic idea hms are stupid they always have been i don't like them okay they were they were bad in the original games they're bad now so getting rid of them is a smart move however i do not like the implementation of the exp share how is it the exp all said, again it's exp all and oh. you can't turn it off oh. now here's the thing it works in sword and shield because the game is built around that. So like your levels are consistent throughout the game with the gym leaders. And I actually had some times where I got, I lost a couple of battles. Like I lost to Leon once and then I lost to, um, 
like the well, the DLC guys, I lost to him. Like like they're pretty tough, and and that to me that's fine. Like like the like the EXP share is built around that game. However, implementing that into Pokemon Pearl, while it makes the beginning of the game really really easy. It makes well, no, it makes the it makes the beginning of the game more streamlined. Like I'm not spending as much time grinding. It makes the middle point of the game super fucking easy. Like I'm rocking a level 40 team, and my rival's highest was like 37 when I just battled him, and that's me uh. skipping trainers. Like I'm running past trainers trying not to battle them. Like I'm trying to keep my levels at least a, a like around the same area as my opponent, but like the random trainers are sitting at like level like 25 Pokemon and I'm sitting there rocking like a level fucking 40 Scyther, you know, it's like, this is a little bit too easy for my liking. And they, you know, they, they should have thought about that when they, when they made the game, like the EXP share as it is in that game is not built around that. Like it's, it's a one for one. For the most part, aside from the underground being completely different, and from what I've noticed, like you know, things like they had to get rid of like the, um, like the 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 the, the gambling corner or the the game corner. Yeah, you know, where yeah, you that was. Th thanks, Europe. They got rid of that too. However, they did one upside to getting rid of that is now you could just buy the TMs like for Thunderbolt, Flamethrower, Ice Beam, stuff like that. You could just buy them for like three thousand bucks, which is That's honestly. Cool. That's a good thing you can do because now I can just buy Thunderbolt. I'm like, here you go. Here's the ice beam for you. Here's flamethrower. You know that made my life significantly easier. Yeah, um, I believe you could in the originals, but I want to say it was a battle tower thing. No, no, you you had to. Well, I mean, it could have been a battle tower thing, but mm. to get Thunderbolt, aside from I guess the battle tower, because again, I don't know too much about Diamond and Pearl outside of that. Um, you had to grind for the coins mm. that was the only way to get it so that sucked um so this is one of the upsides i do like but like it's just everything is just a little weird and of course with new releases being new releases there are a few glitches um, as always i've seen a few positional glitches where uh the in the engine that they're that they're made the game on people have completely changed the Y coordinate that they're on and they go up higher than they should be, which is not correct. Uh, like the, the game will glitch and think they're somewhere else. I had a glitch today where the camera zoomed in on my trainer and then when it went back to the Pokemon doing the attack, all of the Pokemon were off the screen. They had all vanished. I saw one earlier where someone getting themselves trapped in the ice gym around the uh, snow boulders. That's... Yeah, there's also a, a soft lock. If you have autosave enabled uh, and you turn off the game while you're in that area, I guess it will you'll you'll get stuck there and you can't move. Um, so that's something that they need to fix for sure. Um, yeah. Hopefully they fix it as soon as possible because that person ha probably had to reset their game. Oof. So that sucks. Big oof. Um, but overall, I mean, do I like the remakes? Yeah. Am I a little bit biased towards them? I would say maybe because Gen 4, again, I didn't grow up with Gen 4. The only bits of Gen 4 I played were Heart Gold, Soul Silver. Um, so Diamond and Pearl do not hold a quote unquote special place in my heart. Um, oh, that's, that, that, that's me because I played so much Gen 4. It's not even funny. Yeah. 
Um, but I'm like, you know, they're all right. They're they're not the worst, you know, Pokemon games I've ever played. As, as long as they're in the Gen Three remake, that's all I want. I mean, uh, I liked the Gen Three remakes. Um, I'm not gonna get in an argument about that <laughs> again. I just <laughs> again. Um, I enjoyed them for what they were. I like the Gen Three remakes, so that's just me. Um, I think it's gonna hot gold and sell silver as far as the remakes go, though, because that's that's always gonna be the stick remakes are measured against. Okay. They added a lot of shit to Heart Gold Still Silver, right? Yeah. Like a lot of quality of life shit and a lot of fun shit. Yeah. And also they probably had the best games to possibly remake out of the bunch. Exactly. Like there's no question Gold and Silver is some of the best Pokemon games ever made. Oh yeah. I mean um, some issues, but yeah. Very little issues. The only issues again, and I've got I've talked about this on the podcast with, with Gold and Silver, but I'll just go over it for for brevity's sake. The biggest issue I have with the game was, of course, the level curve after you beat the last gym. Okay? Yeah. It's a massive level curve going into against Red. But aside from that, game's great. I don't know what Diamond and Pearl have added. Um, aside from the Grand Underground, which is a lot of fun, the Grand Underground is actually a blast. Get, being able to run to pokemon that are on par with your levels mm. as well as rare pokemon that you can change the appearances of depending on what kind of stones that you dig up um is a lot of fun too like i made a wild gligar up here because i wanted a gligar nice. you can make uh i made i had scyther just randomly show up in the ground can you get a can you get um, a wild cumble to show up hey can you do me a big favor no shut the fuck can up. you get a cumble can you get a Nummel? Is that the Pokemon you're asking no, about? No, Nummel? a Cummel. A Nummel. The fire ground type no, Pokemon from Generation 3 called Nummel? No, a Cummel. The cum splatter that has like the googly eyes and it has the ha big smile on it. Cummel. What the it, fuck are you talking about? On a, on a serious Pokemon. note, on, on a serious note, did they um, add more fire types and just ponied her to the game? Yeah, I, I'm rocking a Houndoom right now. Good, because that was such a problem in Gen 4. That was such a problem in Gen 4 story mode with the only... Yeah. It was basically you pick Chimchar, or you have Ponyta and Fire types were kind of a thing, because there was a yeah. lot of grass going into that so, game. So on that note, the Grand Underground allows you to catch Pokemon that you normally wouldn't be able to catch, and some of them can have their egg moves. Oh, which nice. Which is really cool. It's, it saves you the hassle of breeding for certain Pokemon. <laughs> I'm like, gonna breed you. I got... I'm going to break your fucking arms. <laughs> um, so I got a Houndoom with uh, Thunderfang. Nice. Which I was like, that's fucking cool. All right, let's go. And then like I got uh, my friend Nick. He got a uh, Toxic Croak. Not Toxic Croak. Krogunk with yeah. Bullet Punch. Nice. Which is like, that's like, that's really good. And I found a Scyther with False Swipe and Night Slash. I'm just like, bro, okay, let's fucking go. Um, what is he doing? Just ignore him and he'll go away. Uh, I've tried to ignore him for ten years. But yeah, I'll, I'll probably pick it up at some point. I need oh, to get a second switch. Yeah. That's reminding me of the topic switch. I actually wanted to bring up. Thanks, Devin. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but if you want, if you want to get it, I would say if you want to wait for it to go on sale, that's valid. Um, but if you want to pick it up and get two copies, one of diamond, one of pearl, I think it's. 
kind of worth doing because Ali has Pearl and we're going through the underground together, which yeah. is, is, is also a lot of fun. Like if you dig next to somebody who's digging into a wall, you can see their hammer show up on your screen and help break some of the stuff on your wall without oh, causing so the, the so, wall to It's so the original Gen 4, waking to the ground and ground together, like through wireless makes see, you, yeah. Again, I didn't know that. I didn't get into it till well after people stopped doing the underground. Yeah, so Gen 4, it wasn't online, it was just local multiplayer, but basically anyone in the underground would be local to each other and you could do stuff together. You could see people digging and pogging and shit. Um, yeah. yeah it, so it, the way it worked wasn't quite that good. Like, you didn't find wild Pokemon like that, but if you had other people there, certain rare items would show up more frequently. So particularly once you beat the Elite Four and um, particularly uh, like when more fossils showed up, it was a great way to get like anaris and other things and um one of the I great still to... i still gotta do some fossil digging now i think about because you just reminded me because i am i gotta find another cranidos one for my life so we yeah. can trade fossils uh, one of the great things as well when you do that is that's how you can get uh, a lot of the rarest stuff to appear particularly the arceus plates as well as yeah. the um the shards and uh uh the heart elemental too. The elemental stones yeah scales. I found a thunderstone and I found a heart scale. So that's the best stuff I found. But anyway, um, yeah, you find some really cool before, stuff. Before we go to the topic Xander wants to talk about, if I had to give it a number rating out of 10, I would say definitely so far. And I'm not, at, I'm at the sixth, sixth gym badge. So I haven't, I haven't completed it. So finishing the game, I'm going to go ahead and give it like a seven out of 10. Fair enough. Okay. So Xander, what did you want to talk about? So it was episode 20. Uh-huh. And what's half of 20? 10. Yep. 10 is half of 20. Okay. So, <coughs> I'm, I'm loading up Why are you going with this, bud? I'm loading up something on my end. Gmail's being stupid. Okay, there we go. So. Oh. <sighs> what's this? So this week, um, this week is the anniversary of when me and Devin met on uh, the 25th th this Thursday it'll be the day before this podcast comes out Thanksgiving fucking uh oh shit Thanksgiving damn yeah it wasn't Thanksgiving um maybe it was the 29th yeah, the, why do you think your office is closed on Thursday bud yeah but fucking um <laughs> the we didn't meet on Thanksgiving we met near it but fucking the first time we met it was, it was like November around this week or whatever, 10 fucking years ago, Kingdom Hearts 3D fucking uh, trailer just dropped and I was watching it and he came into the morning class and I collapsed. he was the afternoon and I was the morning and our stupid fucking college thing that went nowhere and fucking he just showed up one morning just because, you know, had extra, extra time or whatever. It's like, oh, is that Kingdom Hearts? It's like, yeah, got into a whole discussion about that thing, fucking told him about the world ends with you and all this shit. And the uh, fucking at the time, the World Ends of the U's website had been updated with a countdown that was ended up being the fucking iPhone remake that nobody gave a shit about. But <laughs> at the time, we we're like, "Ooh, sequel!" And yeah, little did we know it at that point in time because it wasn't entirely fruitful from that point. But uh, about uh, less than a month later, I would email Devin and fucking. <laughs> because our teacher fucking... <sighs> okay, so in our stupid class, it, we had this, this policy that you had to lock your computers. And if they, did, they didn't lock your computers, they would do this thing they called Hoff You, where it started out where they put a picture of David Hasselhoff as your background uh, of like the your fucking computer. And that's why it was called Hoffing. 
but eventually it evolved into doing other shit. And our teacher got a hold of fucking Devin's email account, his personal one, and sent out to the entirety of the, the mailing list that was our classroom uh, an ode to Bieber about how much he loved Justin Bieber. And that's how I got Devin's email, because I forgot to ask for his email or any of that shit. And I was like, oh, I'll never see this guy again. And so I get his fucking email. I was like, cool. I email him this stupid shit about this thing I was working on that we never did because it was fucking stupid and sucked. It was so it was fucking so cringy. stupid. We're not going to talk about what it was because, no. Um, fucking... Uh, but I kind of want to know. No, uh, fucking uh, <laughs> fu- it, 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 after the emails, we didn't talk a whole lot, and I was like, all right, maybe, whatever. Then come like fucking March, like late March. It's after his birthday because he's not like it's my birthday, and Devin always goes, it's my birthday when it's around his birthday, so you know it's his birthday. If it's after his birthday, he stops talking about his birthday. So I don't remember him talking about his birthday. So it was after his birthday. So it was like March twenty seventh or some shit around my sister's birthday. And we go to this thing called Pixel Fest. And fucking, we're on this like field trip for that same class together. And that's when me and Devin actually become fucking, fucking friends. Fest. And, and fucking. Fucking Pixel Fest. Oh, me shit. and him live tweet this whole thing and we're shit posting the whole thing. He does this Mega Man pose on a Kinect motion capture thing for this demonstration. All this crazy shit happens. This dude that I was kind of friends with at the time shows me how cringy he actually is. And I was like, oh, I don't want to be friends with this dude. And, but luckily, fucking Devin was there to be my friend. Because I remember thinking when, I meet, when I'm like, I'm never going to probably be friends with this dude. And then we're on like the bus going there. And then a fucking Devin turns around at me and goes, yo, what's up? I remember you from the email. What's up? I was like, oh, yeah, Kingdom Hearts and shit. He's like, yeah, I'm listening to the Dissidia soundtrack. He's like, you're listening to the Dissidia soundtrack? He's like, yeah, I'm listening to the Dissidia soundtrack. I was like, oh, that's cool. I'm listening to like fucking Bullet for Valentine or some dumb shit like that. And fucking he's like, yeah, What cool. year was this? Uh, this is like, uh, I think it's. The year 2011. God, even I was no. out of my bullet phase by that point. Yeah, it's 2011. <laughs> um, I even, I'll still listen to fucking uh, their second album here and there even now. Like, it's it's not like, you know, I'd have to be in a fucking bullet phase to want to listen to that second album. I like that one. But yeah, fucking, we went on this trip. We ship posting, and I like I I offhandedly mentioned I'm Jewish and shit. This is the thing Devin always remembers. Fucking, we go to Pizza Hut, and we get like there's this meal deal box where you get like these two pizzas. <laughs> breadsticks and cinnamon sticks and all that shit in this like box yeah so i'm like fuck yeah let's get this me and devin split money on it and i'm like yeah pepperoni and he's like wait aren't you jewish and i said shut the fuck up (laughs) shut the fuck up and i bit right into that fucking pizza and it was the most delicious fucking pizza hut has ever been in my entire life and then uh that's one of my favorite early memories of our friendship it's just like it just it just kills me to no end because like literally on the ride there, he tells me he's Jewish, right? I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. I don't know if I have any Jewish friends or anything, or but I, you know, that's pretty neat. And then, the, and, but I know things about Judaism, you know, and the things you're not supposed to do. And then, like, I just see my man's with his meat and his dairy on the same fucking plate <gasps> in the same fucking meal. I'm like, sin, sin, sin. Hey, wait a second. Aren't you Jewish? He's like, shut the yeah. fuck up. <laughs> Dude, it's not just the meat and the dairy. Of course, Devin hit the more archaic one that most people don't know. You're not supposed to have the meat of the mother or the milk of the mother and the meat of the calf in the same fucking meal. You're Jewish. It's pepperoni. It's ham. You're not even supposed to have fucking pork. Anything that ha- has a cloven hoof and doesn't chew its own cud, you're not allowed to eat. It's not kosher. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like committing multiple fucking dietary fucking sins at this point. Well, who gives a fuck? It's delicious. 
Oh, fucking... And of, of course, it would turn out that Devin himself was of Jewish descent, which makes it even funnier. Yeah, well, we've come to find out almost 10 years later. Yeah. Fucking... Yeah, oh But we God. didn't talk a whole lot after that. We became friends on... We followed each other on Twitter, because he's the one that convinced me to make a Twitter account specifically for the fucking... Like, I didn't have a Twitter before him. And I made it for that stupid fucking uh, Pixel Fest thing, because it was hilarious. And that started my whole madness on the hell site that I currently inhabit as my only social media outlet. Um, fucking... Uh, so I followed him on Twitter, and then uh, we were friends on Facebook, and we t- uh, talked here and there. But it wasn't until uh, fucking I came back from summer vacation, and he had graduated from that class, and I started my second year that uh, in fucking August, uh, at a early September. Yeah, August, September, October. Yeah, so in early, early September, late August, he finally borrowed the World Ends With You from me. And that's when we started hanging out every day after that and then my great grandma died and all this other crazy shit and then we were best friends pretty much ever since yeah and then i remember um you didn't you never told me this but like when you were getting over your addiction i literally saved your life apparently like i pulled you out of your room and i was just like let's get taco bell you're like okay and then just like come on and then just like we went and got oh food no that one's not an addi- that one wasn't addiction that was just uh that was suicidal ideation Oh okay. Yeah, uh, that that one was mental illness, but you know. Yeah, which I, I still I still helped you out yeah. of that. Because then my, you wouldn't. My, my favorite. De- Go ahead. I say my favorite Devin memory is a lot more wholesome. The start of the pandemic, him and Ali were like trying to get married, and everything kind of went to shit, and they couldn't get their wedding done, and uh, they were kind of they were having kind of a panic, and I was able to get hold of the uh, Texas uh, marriage board and be like, "Hey, what the hell's the deal? Can they get married or not?" And I managed to get them a definitive in stone answer in legal writing saying, yeah, your marriage license is still bad. You can go to a courthouse and get it done now. And so they managed to get married. Yeah, because yeah, we, we literally, we had gotten our um, our marriage license right before the pandemic started. Yeah. And you're like and right on the cusp, aren't you? Literally, we were going to go get married and then boom, I still have, pandemic happens. I actually fucking found the invitation. The other day when I came home, yeah, mine sounds like it's like mine right, it's says, yeah. sitting right over here. I was going through my shit and I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh damn, I kept this." I'm glad you did. Well, yeah. that's nice. You don't have to send me another one. Yeah, I already have it. Yeah, mm. that's... <laughs> just, just just send us an addendum version, like instead of like a whole other one, just send us a little scrap of paper. Yeah. we can just stick I, like I, a little sticker we can put over the over yeah, the old date. It's, it's, it's a sticky <laughs> note that has an asterisk on it, and then the date. Yeah, yeah. We'll just stick it on the new one. There you go. From self. I should. I should. I should do that. <laughs> That'd be dumb. Um, but yeah, no. It, you know, it. Uh, no, we've been we've been really good friends for a long time. Despite like all the ribbing that we give each other, I mean, it, we wouldn't yeah. be friends if we didn't give each other. Mine's shit, not even ribbing like, at this point. Honest. Mine's just fucking like psychological fucking just. Uh, psychic damage committed torture. directly to his fucking soul. Like, this motherfucker will be on a stream, and I'll pop in, and I, we'll be having a jovial fucking conversation for an hour, or we'll be, we'll be recording a podcast, or we'll just even be talking in private or whatever, and he'll just be, like, having a good time, and be like, yeah, Devin, you know what? I learned something today. And he's like, what? He always seriously engages with it, and he's always just like, what? He I'm does. Just like, it's always a problem. Don't do that and, shit. And I'm just like, you know? And I come up with Dumb, elaborate things every time. Like, let's say, for instance, that um, I discovered that Sir Tankian uh, fucking started selling NFTs or some shit. Even though NFTs go against everything fucking Sir Tankian ever has decided to fucking give about, give a shit about in his entire I like life. He's bringing it back. Fucking, yeah. Yeah. And so, Sir Tankian, one of like the chosen few people in my head who like 
could have done no wrong and who wouldn't have made these decisions makes the decisions where he sacrifices the energy of only 17 emails in order to fucking mint the stupid shit and fucking like sell it in the blockchain <laughs> not understanding that as that blockchain grows and as the user base grows and as every single fucking wallet that accesses that blockchain grows it's gonna use more than 17 fucking emails it's gonna be used more than that just to reference a goddamn transaction surge he's not gonna understand that he's sucking the soul right out of the fucking planet that he is literally fucking sucking the life stream out of this planet and the life stream i will have you know fucking convenes with its chosen people. And I learned, Devin, I learned the other day that one of the chosen people, one of the people who belongs to the fucking people who will lead us to the promised land was Jesus Christ himself. For he was a fucking Jew, just like me and you. Didn't know that. Was this seriously yeah, an elaborate like, Jesus I'm, of the Jews? I'm, I'm fucking... I'm fucking numb to it now because he's done it so many times. Him going like, did you know Jesus was a Jew? I'm like, yeah, I'm well aware that Jesus was a Jew. I believe it was king of the Jews. Of us, you know, to be My favorite thing is when his wife catches on midway on when I'm doing one of the elaborate ones. And she catches on midway and she starts chuckling, but she's, she tries not to chuckle because she's like, Oh, no, I got it. I got it. This time I got it the second you said chosen people because that's your favorite word to go into. Brother, I with. thought you f fucking. And then you started with Ben Shabibo, too. I thought you fucking figured it out this time because I said Devin always seriously engages with it. And I thought you would have immediately. You didn't get it until midway through? No, uh, no. I was just saying, if you were to do this okay. one. All right. All right. Yeah, you would get it midway through because I would have said the chosen people or whatever. Okay, yeah. Well, no, you no, you literally started with Ben Shabibo. I started with Serge Tankian. He did. No, you, but you went and you did the Serge, you did the, the Ben Shabibo oh, voice. Oh, I did? Yeah, at the beginning. Because you, you said, let's say, hypothetically. Oh my god, yeah, did I code switch into Jew? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, I accidentally code switched into Jew when I was doing the Jew bit. I fucking, oh my god, I, I just committed... A grievous offense. Why is Ben Shapiro my stereotype? He doesn't even sound like the rest of us. Do I sound like Ben Shapibo? Shapibo. <laughs> <laughs> About to say, you know, he's, 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 I've, I've heard of some bad Jews, you know, like eating pork and stuff. And then there's this guy who's like one Sikh Kyle away from an RNC convention. Jesus Christ. There you go. Adam brings it back down to earth. Let's say, let's oh. say, let's say I go to, let's say I go to uh, a Forest or Forest Con 2014 or whatever the fuck. Let, Rainforest. Let, let's Rainforest. say I go to Rainforest and I, I come in as a little diaper boy. I'm a little diaper fur and I come in. Let's say I have, oh, I have God. a diaper full of, let's say, uh, synthetic fake fecal matter. Let, let's say it's fake. Let's say that the, let's say that my diaper, my diaper fur butt is full of fecal matter. And then let's say, let's say, that when somebody comes up to me and says, "Sir, let, let sir, you you cannot have the fecal matter in the rainforest," I tell them, "Sir, this is this is rainforest 2014. This is before the fake fecal matter was banned." And they go, "Oh, thank you, sir. Have a great day." And I walk around, and I walk around fine, and nobody bothers me. And everyone has to go, uh, and everybody has fake. to accommodate my Ben Shabibo boy butthole. My Ben Shabibo boy butthole is based fully boasting about it's it, how bussin it's bussy is. <laughs> Ben Shapiro, I challenge you. I challenge you to a dance off. That's right. 
That's right, bitch. You didn't think I was going to say dance off. I also unplugged myself on accident so I couldn't hear anybody groaning at me if they did. Oh, uh, fucking, that's right, Ben Shibuya boy. I challenge you to a dance off because you know what is the number one stereotype about Jews that I just made up on the spot that isn't true at all? It's not, it's not noses. It's not money. It's that they got, they, they can't dance. And it's not true at all because Devin can dance and he's Jewish. So. I can't dance. What are you talking De- about? Devin. Okay, real talk, Devin never backs me up whenever I'm just shit-talking. He just fucking, he caves immediately. I look at him, I give him the winky face. I give him that little fucking- You didn't give me a winky I, face I did, at all. You didn't give me a signal look, at all. You did not give me a fucking Devin, signal at all, dude. How was I supposed Devin, to know? I don't fucking read your smile. I don't Devin, read your mind. I don't have your telepathic thoughts. We're so many fucking Devin, miles apart that, like, if you sent me a telepathic Devin, thought, I wouldn't catch it. And normally, I catch Devin, it. But no, you're sitting here, like, throwing me under the fucking bus. He's like, Devin, oh, Devin throws me under the bus. Like, bro, I'm not doing it on purpose, okay? Maybe some Sometimes I forget things, you know? Maybe I'm just face. a little forgetful boy. And it, you know, it just tends to happen sometimes. But you know, I also tend to also forget that Jesus was a Jew. I didn't know that. I forget that sometimes. And that's why I, I, I interact. Because I genuinely want to know the things that you might know because you're my friend. And that's why I interact and fall for it every okay. time. Because we're so friends. So look at my face then and interact with this, Devin. I looked over at you. And you know my face. Normally, my left side slouches because there's something just... There's either something up with my left side or I don't know. You, you know one side of my face slouches and I got the weird eye and all that shit. Mm-hmm. But when I look at you mm-hmm. and I get, I put in the conscious effort to get both of them up like this. And this little smirk where my mouth is so close to my mm-hmm. nose it almost becomes my nose. That's my signal, Devin. You have, you have been able to get that signal... For decades now, for a for a decade now, but you have this thing where you go, it's funnier to say no, fuck you, and watch him flail about. <laughs> and it is it funnier. Is. See, but I'm tired of doing the heavy lifting, Devin. I need you <laughs> to whatever the fuck stupid thing I was throwing you before. Pretend that you just caught it. I don't even remember. Remind me what it was. Oh yeah, no, no, dude. I absolutely can dance. Like, I, I'm, I'm actually shitposting. I know how to dance. You motherfucker. I'm gonna beat you within an inch of your life and then I'm gonna beat you some fucking more. That's a goddamn train outside my house again. Every single fucking time I open my goddamn mouth on this episode of Insert Title here, episode 20, the goddamn big 2-0 celebrating me and Devin being friends 10 years for 10 more years, plus 20, plus 24, plus 80, plus 88. Plus Jack Nicholson hunting a boar with a spear. Every single time I talk, that fucking train goes, I have a page worth of sticky notes that I'm going to have to fucking go and edit this train out of. Train, I want a divorce! You know, I'm just going to so throw out that. you a train with the train? <laughs> Fuck's sake, Devin. And I ran, <laughs> I ran the train with the train. And I came real hard. Good fucking God. Uh, for those who are wondering how the hell these friendships of ours work, it's called TLA. Tender, loving, abuse. The key word is the middle one, loving. At the end of the day, <laughs> there's still a line. There's still lines you don't cross. But generally oh, speaking, yeah. if you can give it, you must also be able to take it. Honestly. Case in point, Xander will get wound up later by Devin Hardcore. I can promise you that. Honestly, when you, when you <laughs> said uh, there's a line, I expect you to go... And Xander, in his fucking unholy, piece of shit, fucking 
goddamn cunty brain decided to just fucking <laughs> breathe out the fucking curse that is flock of seagulls and crossed the very line that I had drawn. I have one line, Mr. Alexander Mogus, and that is, do not bring up the curse that is the flock of seagulls around me. Wow. Wait, Adam, you hate flock of seagulls? I have no idea what the fuck he's talking about. Actually, my pet peeve. Are you I trying? Are you trying to deflect my question, though? No, I, like I genuinely have no idea what he's on about. My pet peeve in life, by the way, is unflushed toilets. Like if oh, I go disgusting. if I go to the bathroom, particularly like a public bathroom, we'll say a shared work one, and somebody, particularly at the grocery store I work at, hasn't flushed it, I'm yelling after you and be like, "Hey, asshole! I ain't your mother flush." What about upper decker toilets? Never have I encountered that, at least not in person. I've heard about it happening at parties I was at, but I was not involved and I'd left by the time that had happened. Every party you've ever been to that had an upper decker happen was me. That would be impressive How'd considering the parties I went to were in 4,000 miles from me. Yeah. yeah. And across a pretty big ocean. You don't know what Flock of Seagulls yeah. is? No. You don't know the- wait, no, wait, are you legit? You don't know the band of Flock of Seagulls? I legit do not know the band of Flock of Seagulls. Am I, am I missing it? Wow. A, am I missing an in-joke here? No, it's like we're not actually we're not shit posting right now. It's just we're genuinely curious. Like you've never heard the song yeah, I the ran. Just saying. Oh, uh, I ran. I, ran yeah. I, I, I know that song. That's that, okay. That's a flock of seagulls. And and oh, the joke I, is I, that I didn't know that like that was the band okay. name. I, I know that song because okay. I've heard it. Like, but the you know. band themselves, like their hair is fucking atrocious. Like what, that, from the eighties was like, atrocious. We have seen kids that came after. Oh god, god, you got you my got, generation. No, my like, generation uh, had worse hair than flock of seagulls. I will fucking fully admit that. They're from Liverpool huh? too. Well, well, yeah, it's the north of England. Have you not heard the phrase "it's grim up north"? No, it's grim up north. Okay. Look, the only thing the north of England has going for it is football clubs. That's it. Football or football? That is it. You know, now that I think about it, uh, it doesn't shock me that he uh, he doesn't know them because, like, if you haven't, have you watched that's Wedding Singer? The only song of theirs I know. Uh, yeah, I've watched no, Wedding Adam. Singer. Not in not in like God, probably ten, fifteen the years. You know, I don't really like Adam Sandler movies. You know when he's buying the fucking plane ticket to get on there? Yeah, yeah, the dude's hair. That's Flock of Seagulls. Uh, yeah. yeah, and so uh, the dude asked him. He goes, "Hey, do you like Flock of Seagulls?" And he and then fucking Adam Sandler goes, "No, but I can tell you do." Yeah, but like, so to explain taste in England, basically you have the South, like the Isle of Wight. You right. have done. It goes to like Cornwall, then you get up south, you get past Southampton. There's some taste still there, and then you get to like uh, the South. As soon as you hit like the West Country, it's gone. It's gone. Yeah, it's it's gone. You... But finally, we get up north again. The only thing I'm going for you are like you know football clubs yeah. and then after that it's scotland and scotland's a whole fucking mess before you guys go oh we've got taste what the fuck is iron brew don't come at me i've got taste i'm pretty sure that stuff is so luminous you could illuminate the goddamn halls of the night on the it xenophobia of adam uh adamson insert title here or the it's the horse organization it's grim up north it's grim up north so essentially once you get past south northershire it's like fucking like don't it's, it's all bad from there yeah, well, okay, it's not bad, it's just, it's, how do I, the, the gag kind of comes because the West Country is, like, the deep south here, to kind of give you, like, a cultural equivalent, only it's significantly more left-leaning because it's a lot more unionized, 
um so the north of england um has kind of been on a downturn since world war ii if i'm honest with you when industry started going overseas and then thatcherism came along and it's kind of just ruined it for everybody so like what happened to particularly the, what happened to wales particularly during the thatcher years was absolutely abhorrent so when i say it's grim up north i i kind of i'm joking that like there's no taste of there but the reality is that the people are still up there um they haven't gone down south uh basically kind of stuck with not much so, um so the north is your south basically yeah so who is the equivalent of outcast in england Wait, like the band still, the or? band or like like, hey, like okay yeah the band okay, oh, okay. The band, uh their hip-hop group probably whatever group outcast andre 3000 i don't know you know like, did where you they know, from the okay. states uh, georgia that song and, and that song mm -hmm. the uh he actually okay so that's andre 3000 yeah. right okay he actually recorded himself playing all the instruments like on on screen like he's he's the he's every band member but he's also he did the chorus parts like he recorded himself multiple times singing those parts i just small trivia i know about that song i hate he's, that song. he's his own chorus i love that i hate that song so much you you hate and hey, I, I I was tortured I was tortured with it so much. Like when I was like, it's so funny. I thought for the longest time I hated rap music because when I was growing up, the rap music that was popular uh, was yeah. shit like Fifty Cent, and I was never really into the whole R and B thing. And uh, okay. Outkast just played so damn much Adam, it drove me nuts. Um, Adam, pause yeah? real quick. I just have to ask Devin a very important question about uh, Devin a very important question sure. about uh, Outkast. Okay. What's the other guy's name? The other guy's name from I will Outcast? accept his nickname. You don't need me to tell me his legal name. Uh, I'm trying to Are think. Are you Wikipediaing it right it now? Was... It looks like you're looking that up. I'm, I'm not Wikipediaing it. it uh, Big Boy. It was Big Boy, but your eye. I'm gonna trust you. I'm gonna choose to trust you. I'm gonna. Uh, for those at home, that's. Antoine Patton's Pat Antoine Patton. God, I cannot. Okay, can we talk about how I can't speak today? How many times have I had to go? No, I really can't. But yeah, on my rap thing, I thought I hated rap music until I was like 17, 18. Then I was hanging out with a couple of people and they were playing NWA. Anyway, album track at Compton. I was like, what is this? And they're like, it's NWA. And I'm like, I like this. And I'm like, I thought I didn't like rap music. And then. That led me down the ice cube path, yeah. and okay. um, I'm just want I'm just gonna spit it out now. I know it's very problematic by today's standards, but no Vaseline is a fucking banger, and I must okay. admit, sometimes I've had a bad day. It's hey, insert platform. I don't want to say, so I'll set mine off. Play no Vaseline, and I'll scream it, bro, bro. Replacing N word with neighbor, of bro. course. But bro. if it's a bad bro. day, it'll be it'll be okay. no Vaseline in the kitchen, bro. What you experience <laughs> is East versus West. You didn't like 50 Cent shit, East Coast hip hop, New York shit, but you liked NWA, Ice Cube, West yeah. Coast shit. Snoop Dogg, yeah, a Biggie, a Biggie, Tupac. Uh, Particularly, yeah, I like West Coast stuff more than uh, East Biggie, Coast stuff. Particularly me and Lizzo played, play, yeah. Oh, well, Biggie does, yeah. me and Lizzo played Biggie, Biggie particularly when we cooking. Though. Biggie does transcend. Yeah. 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 Uh, that's why Biggie and Pac had the, the beef, because it was East versus West. It was like the, the, you know, that shit. Yeah. If I'm wrong about that, I'm editing this whole segment out. <laughs> I mean, I can just Google it. We can just Google it because there's Tupac, West Coast, Ice-T, West Coast. 
Ice Cube, West Coast. <sighs> Snape, West I Coast. Mean, Dre, I'm West, West Coast. Coast now. Uh, Bro, I went from like Southern electronic music to West Coast hip hop. What the fuck? I mean, West Coast and EDM kind of makes a thing, so I guess you're you're not really that far off. You're just kind of EDM minus the cringe. Yeah. Yeah. And also, Xander, of course, of course, Dre is 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 West Coast. Fucking Compton. Let's say it was part of NWA. Yeah, straight out yeah. of Compton. It was was it him, Easy E, Ice Cube? Uh, we are the what's the other guys, guys name? on the planet. We should not what's, be no, talking about. Okay, we, we no. can talk about right. this. We, we can talk in, about this. It's defense. an important album because it was literally like the album that made white people realize <laughs> that rap sorry. music yeah. was like a thing for everybody. Yeah, like Strad yeah, Compton. No, I know. Historically, like, culturally speaking, that is one of the most important albums of probably the last. One century. of my favorite fucking albums of all time, "To Pimp a Butterfly," is exclusively about the black experience and all that shit. And like, yeah. I don't, I don't, I have not lived that experience. Obviously, you know, I'm not listening to the album as like, yeah, I know what this is like, kind of thing. Because, fucking, I'm a Jewish white fuck that like gets away with everything as long as I don't be like, yeah, I'm Jewish. I'm treated like every other dumb white kid out there, like fucking, whatever. But it's like. It doesn't matter. The the music itself is fucking amazing. The fucking the the lyricism is amazing. The meaning behind it, the story it tells, and all that shit. Hip hop is fucking amazing. I used to be a stupid fucking cringe lord growing up, and like was like, huh, I listen to everything except country and rap because fucking that's what every dumb fucking kid told me to fucking say growing up. Not my parents, in their defense, for all the stupid shit they did, they listened to like everything, and were pretty like, why are you yeah. dumb? Whenever I was being dumb. But I was a dumb kid, and it took me a while. But dude, metal and hip-hop are the exact same fucking thing. They're the exact same fucking genre. And every stupid fucking white kid out there who's like, Ugh, I love metal, but I hate fucking, like, insert hip-hop artists here, is fucking stupid. They're the same genre. They're, they're expressing the same emotions. You're, it's the same sort of artistic fucking, like, thing. And I, and I don't mean that as, like, a... <laughs> like they sound exactly the same obviously they have fucking sonic differences and shit like that and i don't even mean like fucking like oh slipknot is like hip-hop and metal because yeah obviously new metal fucking sounds like hip-hop but the reason hip-hop shit with slipknot's metal worked as well as it did is because they are essentially the same thing they're two independent expressions and like of the, and extensions of jazz because they both have roots in jazz but one went one way and the other went the other way they both to at this point in like current history focus on extreme sounds complex like fucking syncopated rhythms and shit like that fucking uh, like deep emotional fucking like lyrics and shit like that and all this other crazy shit and the only reason why one side Versus the other happens is because we're fucking literally been told to fucking think that shit. It's fucking stupid. If you like metal and you think you don't like hip-hop, go fucking listen to fucking Good Kid Mad City by fucking Kendrick Lamar. Listen to that entire fucking album and tell me that you fucking still don't like hip-hop. Sorry. I've been meaning to get that one out for a while. No, that's cool. I, I was, no, I was also just going to add to that saying, I think the reason why also like those albums like can uh, have done so well as they have, culturally speaking, is that, yeah, no, none of us here are black. Like all three of us are painfully, painfully, painfully not black. Um, however, the fact they are able to communicate that experience 
even to somebody as white as me, who is quite literally European. Yeah, lived in an actual... Like, that, that's, that's, lived in a that's different a, country. Yeah, that's to say that actually just, the power yeah, of those albums. You lived entirely in a different yeah. country that didn't have the same sort of, like, systemic mm. issues that we do. In all, like, there's yeah. racism in fucking Great Britain and all that. Oh, yeah, like, we, we have systemic issues, that. but it's a whole but other category. it's a different sure. fucking type of racism. It's mm. a different type of redlining. It's a different type of shit that we did here. Here, we did some crazy shit. And fucking, like, the most yeah. important thing that I think white people can get out of, like, hip-hop and stuff that exclusively talks about the black experience is understanding that the economic policies that have been enacted to fucking put them under also hurt you. White supremacy hurts white people, too. And if you fucking uphold those values, you're hurting yourself. Come on, man. Also, as far as UK rap goes, I just want to put it out there. Westwood is a twat. I don't know who that is. He's a, twat. Know, he's a twat. He's a twat. If I'm if I'm gonna be completely honest, then because like like no like no bullshitting then. Um, for me, okay. So where I grew up, it's you know same shitty you know state and everything that Xander was in. Um, it was almost always country <sighs> that people were listening to. It wasn't. It wasn't until I got introduced to R and B because my dad, as much as I can't tolerate Your the dad's man anymore. Taste in music always um, baffled me. Yeah, my dad's taste in music was crazy. Like, my first MP3 player was stuff that he gave me. And, like, I had fucking, like, Your Disease by Saliva. But I also had fucking, like, R&B stuff by, like, Boys to Men. And I'm just like, this is weird. Like That's, that's I, like, definitely a mixtape right there. <laughs> yeah. And, like, I also had stuff by, like, Prince. And okay. I also had stuff okay. by Aerosmith. So I'm just like, I have music tastes from all over however the only country i like to listen to is stuff before like the 80s when it was still like well, i guess before the 2000s before it became so painfully patriotic and was pre, more pre 9-11 pre 9-11 country is is actually pretty good i'm not gonna lie like country music that like actively says the government really fucking blows and there's a lot wrong with this country um and the and the people who who live in it is really good um and, and 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 that stuff i like you know not stuff about oh we're from the south and everything's great here i love beer in america like no fuck that shit like I I hate oh the same the same God while i go to church yeah. gonna fuck you ever my have that, wife by the way? while i'm exactly. in a lurch yeah, basically. You ever, you ever like, hear that I YouTube like, video, like, by the way, where they take like five country songs and point out that the exact same song and mix them together? And you can't tell what starts and what ends. It's so funny. Send that yeah. to me so I can watch I'll that. I'll find but, it. Like, like, I, I used to listen to like I used to, listen to like Diamond Rio when I was younger. Like I love Diamond Rio. Um, you know, uh, I also listened to like Jimmy Buffett uh, and who else did I listened to when I was younger. Uh, Is Jimmy Buffett uh, the cheeseburger guy? Yeah. Cheeseburger is paradise. Cheeseburger okay. is paradise. Well, Johnny Cash is a bit different as well because Johnny Cash was straight up like, fuck the man, which is kind of funny that country yeah. music is now the music of the man because Johnny right? Cash was just like, fuck you, okay. fuck yourself, okay. fuck your mother, fuck okay. your father, fuck your dog, fuck your okay. cat, yeah. fuck your kids, fuck but, you, fuck off, get the fuck out of my Right, but I want to get back. Well, Xander, say what you want to say, and then I want to get back to on track while I was fucking trying to get real through. talk. Fucking, if I could go back in time and hug one person as Johnny Cash. Oh hell yeah! But anyway, Ooh, yeah. where I wanted to go with what I was saying was I wasn't exposed to the rap side of um, rhythm and blues and stuff like that. Like in that in that 
sort of area until much later on. Like, I had a friend who uh, had Eminem CDs, and I would listen to them on the bus when not when we were going to when we were on the way to school. So like, I I listened to a little bit of Eminem, and that's about the most rap I had in my system. I didn't have anything from like that's you know that's any, any of the experience. artists that. Yeah, but we, I didn't have anything from any of the artists that you guys spoke of earlier, and it wasn't until very recently, I want to say as in like the last couple of years, that I've gotten much more into rap. Like, the door for rap opened for me when I started listening to Charles Gambino, who I love, by the way. I love I love his flow. I love his music. Um, and then I started listening to that, and, you know, because our friend Josh, me and Xander's friend Josh, got me to listen to it. And then Xander started giving me more recommendations. And then, like, when we were playing GTA together, you know, you can pick playlists that you want, you know, on certain um, radios. And, you know, when you're in the clubhouse, it'll, you know, you could just have it set to play a rap, you know, thing. And then when I started listening to more Kendrick Lamar, I was just like, I, I really like this, actually. Like, I really love, like, Kendrick. Like, this is, this is really good. Um, so I just started listening to you know, hip hop and rap playlists on Spotify. And I kind of got drug into it and like, I really get it. You know, I really enjoy it. And, th and there are some albums I, I will admit. Yeah. I definitely need to listen to, you know, there's a lot of stuff pre two thousands that I should give a solid listen to. Uh, and I'd love to sometime. I think it's just, I need to sit down and do it. I, I have to know? be the guy. I have to be the guy. I'm sorry. All right. Every fucking hip hop head at home who might possibly ever listen to this episode. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm about to do it. Check out Nas's Illmatic. Nas's yeah, Illmatic. Illmatic is the the landmark 1994 hip hop album by Nas, and it's not personally one of my favorites, but it is one of the most culturally important hip hop albums to ever be produced. Isn't that the guy in Play Me? In what? By Corn? Play Me. I have no idea. I don't listen to Corn. Oh. I guess that was just a me thing. Am I crazy? I like I stopped I like listening porn. to Corn after um, Greatest Hits Volume One. I don't think there was a Volume Two. There was. They they, they did one every ten years. They they did their the first ten years was Volume One, and then their second ten yeah the twentieth oh, okay, was Volume that makes Two. Sense. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, they do one every ten years, which makes yeah, sense. So I don't know that song. I mean, like, like it's 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 not like um. Be it. I don't want to. Yeah. No. I I don't right. want to pretend like that I've been listening to hip-hop all my life? I have not. Uh, my introductions to, to hip-hop were essentially fucking embarrassingly Eminem and fucking Mike Shinoda from Linkin Park. Yes. that I fully admit that in high school, that's where I, I fucking came at it into. But then fucking Josh, uh, the, the same Josh that Devin mentioned, showed me Tech 9 and that that, cha that changed oh, the whole fucking nine. game for me. He showed me straight out the gate featuring fucking Serge Tanky and he's now still fucking NFTs, the goddamn piece of shit. <laughs> We and brought fucking, it back. We brought it back. I was like, wow, this is awesome. And so I literally bought the entire fucking uh, Something Else album, and I listened to it all the time, and that started everything. And then I moved out here, and my roommate, who I met when I was homeless, we were both homeless at the time, fucking like introduced me to MF Doom. And MF Doom is the motherfucker. MF Doom is the guy. MF Doom is probably the GOAT, like the greatest of all fucking time ever. Like... All caps, baby. Like, all caps, spell his motherfucking name. MF Doom, motherfucker. Like, that... Mm, Jesus fucking Christ. There, There is not a single fucking rapper alive 
or dead, like that motherfucker. He's gone, unfortunately. Got rest in fucking peace, honest. that motherfucker. But fucking, I, I'll, I'll be honest. Even with my limited, very, very limited knowledge of rap culture and and, and anything like that, even I fucking know who MF yeah, Doom that was, is. The day fucking he put on beef rap and we got high to that shit, and it was the first time I listened to it. Was the day my fucking life changed, dude. Fucking my roommate is why everything fucking changed. Because then from there I was like. Well, this shit's good. Let me check out this other shit. So then I was listening back to fucking the, the Tech Night album, and I heard Kendrick on fucking that uh, feature. It was on Fragile, and I was like, "All right, let me check out Kendrick." And then I, the first album I listened to, Ken, to fucking by Kendrick was fucking to Pimp a Butterfly. Like immediately, the, the greatest fucking album of all time, pretty much immediately. And it just broke me. Just um, it was just fucking the best I've ever heard. And then now I, I just every it was hip-hop all the way now fucking so i think yeah. for me after that nwa exposure it was um i immediately like because i was like okay i, I need to check this out so the first thing i went and did was i uh, went and found a copy of death certificate by ice cube nice and anybody who knows anything about hip-hop will tell you that is what one would consider a very um let's just say it doesn't pull any punches <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That is a very angry album, <laughs> and it spoke to me on a lot the of only, different levels. <laughs> the only Ice Cube song I ever think about that always comes to my head is still "Good Day" because it's just a vibe for me. Oh, that's a good, that's a, that's a good stuff. No, check out check out this certificate because we're talking like fresh out of like NWA, still pissed off, easy to live Ice Cube, and like by the time it gets to No Vaseline, like he's already fucking knocked everything down, dropped six diss tracks, and gone. All right, fuck all you motherfuckers, and finally. Here's no Vaseline, and you're like, oh. Yeah. Oh. I I think um, <laughs> if you're entirely new to hip-hop and you don't know any of the shit that we've ever talked about, I think like my four like recommended yeah. albums, I would say, to get into it are definitely mm Food by MF Doom. That's like the premier fucking, like, mm -hmm. just listen to this album, even if you don't like fucking hip-hop, just album. Uh, Good Kid Mad City. I think To Pimp a Butterfly is better than Good Kid Mad City, but Good Kid Mad City has a better vibe and flow to it. And the story's more interesting, and I feel like it'll suck you in. And if you're into that, then you'll you'll be ready for a typical butterfly. Uh, that's by Kendrick Lamar. Um, fucking, um, I would personally recommend uh, something else by Tech Nine, just because it has a huge variety of styles and features and all that. And if you if there's a person on there you like, you can explore them more. And then either mm -hmm. Padded Room or Escape Route by Joe Budden, because Escape Route starts with a fucking sample of Luxaterna from fucking Requiem for a Dream to a fucking slapping fucking New York-style hip-hop beat, and that just is one of the most fucking hype-inducing songs that I've ever heard. But I think overall, Padded Room is better lyrically. Uh, Joe Budden is uh, also a fucking, like... Oh, Joe Budden's underrated. He's now a podcast guy, but Jesus Christ, fucking dude is one of the greatest rappers, too. Um, speaking of Tech Nine, because uh, I I really love Tech Nine actually, because after I got introduced to Straight Up the Gate, I started listening to more of his stuff. I love Am I a Psycho? That I, I like that one, and then uh, Dysfunctional, I like that one too. And Bitch, Breaking Breaking into Colored Breaking into Colored Houses, into yeah, colored featuring houses. T Pain. Yeah, I love I love that one too. But then can we also talk about how weird it is that that re well actually not even weird, but it's just like because this is this is just Tech Nine. He did a fucking song with Thank Dwayne you. The Rock Thank Johnson. Thank you. If you weren't going to fucking segue into that, I was going to. Fucking yes. Okay. I will fully fucking admit that The Rock's verse on there isn't good. You know, like... It, 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 uh, but it's better it's than I, mean, I thought The Rock was going to deliver. And it's it's on beat. 
It's you can tell it's not one has, fucking take like he says. That's bullshit. Has he has he gotten better at singing since Moana? That's my yeah, main question. Yeah, he he did pretty good. Uh, it's a lot better than I expected. It to. Have you not heard it? Okay. No, I I didn't listen to. It. I've heard I've heard his verse yeah. specifically, hard, play hard. and that's all I've heard. <laughs> yeah. We got drive. We got power. <laughs> it sucks no, it's so like, bad. It's like, I'm sorry. It's about drive. It's about power. I'm sorry. It's, his yeah, verse is not good, but for the rock, it's good, and it works in the song. Okay. Uh, the rest of the song though is amazing. Fucking um, uh, Joey Cool, I think his name is fucking just has an amazing fucking verse dude and just like the the cinematography cinematography in the music video is actually really fucking cool too and has a lot of cool camera tricks and effects and oh shit you know another another good tech nine song i just thought about the i i liked with worldwide choppers i yeah, like that one too good one that's a good one okay but man, oh man, we go on this huge tangent about fucking music in general, which I'm yeah, glad because we don't really talk about music yeah, a lot. Yeah, well, so, we, like, so we also talk about rap because like we, you and I could go on about like the best metal albums of like you know, for the next three fucking years. But I think I'm just gonna kind of throw a couple of uh, rap albums to check out for people who are new to it because again, I found a lot of the older stuff I really yeah, and like. I already did um, mine, so you might as well. Just gonna throw out that I, I, I already mentioned Ice Cube Death Certificate because I mean, damn, that thing goes that's fucking hardcore. I like the angry shit. I'm sorry. Um, uh, Life After Death by Notorious B.I.G., of course, and um, fucking... What's the album called? Um, the last Tupac album. Fuck. Uh, I should know this. Fuck! Like, the, the last one he was uh, alive for, or the last one that just came out? Yeah, yeah. The last one he was alive for. Ah, uh, fucking... Um, fucking... Uh, All Eyes On Me. No, wait. Was it All Eyes On Me? Was it all eyes on me or was it me against the world? Uh, let me just look this one up. I don't want to sound stupid. I thought it was Machiavelli Seven Day Theory, mm. but it could be. Well, that technically didn't really. That was just weird. Um, but yeah, no. Um... Yeah, I think it's all eyes on me. Yeah, all eyes on me. Like, uh, yeah. So, yeah, all right, the ones with that life, with life goes on and can't see me and so, holler at me. Yeah, as those, far as ones that do. released while he was alive, all eyes on me. What he made before he died, Machiavelli Seven Day Theory, was the last one he actually did the full thing for. Because then after that, his mom controls Mm -hmm. it. And I'm not going to say shit about that because I don't necessarily personally agree with the monetization of it. But at the same time, that's his mom. And a lot of his songs are about how much he just wanted to provide for his mom. So he probably just wanted that. So. Yeah, he probably wanted to release it, you know, just to keep it going. I'm I'm glad his Um, mom's eating good. She did good. Yeah. yeah, those the thread recommend. Think- yeah, I'm aware the irony of recommending both a Biggie and a Tupac album next to each other, but um, check them. Just check them. Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to go through my playlist because I have a, on my daily mix. I've been getting a lot more uh, rap music uh, lately, uh, and a lot of old stuff too. Um, but I really love, and I don't know why I love this song so much, but it's definitely uh, DMX is one of my favorites. R-P. Um <laughs> Yeah, rip, rip uh, God, 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 I forgot he passed away. He forgot he passed away. But yeah, um, I love where the hood at. I love that song. It's so homophobic, um, though. It's so. I know it is, but it's just like, bro. <laughs> Not it's even a little good. bit. I, I love the flow for it, man. It's just oh that God. and and it's just I don't know. I like it. And then um, 
Is it okay to like Jay Z? Why would it not be okay to like Jay Z? Okay. Okay. I'm just curious. This is me off uh, on some of his songs or whatever, but like 444 is actually like one of the fucking most, like, it's amazing. Like, and and that's that's recent shit. He still releases good shit. Like, and that's not even to say his old classic shit, which is classic shit for a reason. Like, he's got classic shit and his new shit's still good. You can like Jay Z. Yeah. Like, okay, because like I like I like Hard Knock Life, uh, the the ghetto ghetto anthem. That's I think that's one of my favorite Jay Z songs. Um, I prefer his wife's. Music. Also, like, huh? I prefer his wife's. Music I don't want to talk about Beyonce. Like the only. Hate me. I'm gonna yeah. t- I'm gonna talk about one album in particular, and that's Lemonade. And like, yeah, okay, yeah, straight guy. I mean, he likes Beyonce. Fuck it. Listen to Lemonade, particularly like the anger in that and like the the actual driven like fuck you from the bottom of my heart and that it's so good again i like the angry stuff yeah no <laughs> i know and i i like i don't know i like the i don't know there's stuff i like to vibe to i really like outcast if i'm being honest i've just noticed a lot of the songs in my in my playlist are outcast because i've got like so fresh Bro, so there's clean a reason you want to move uh miss miss jackson there's a reason you huh? want to move to georgia and i feel like it's outcast it's, it's not outcast. I promise. Yeah, so, so, gonna move to so, Georgia, so, and he's becoming so, like the most slappinest trap rapper of all time. Did I say, say that last song name again? No, you say it. No, you say it. I fucking do like trap rap. I like. I just like. God, fucking something about the speed. I, I don't know what it's about fast rap, but I fucking love it, man. It's just something about the speed and fast rap just gets to me. Do you say that last song name again? Uh, what's which last one? Of the Outcast, last song I said. I was just going through with the songs I was seeing in my in my playlist, like "So Fresh, So Clean," uh, Miss Jackson. Ooh, there I it am was. for real. Sorry, I still love the. <laughs> it's a I love the joke post. I love the joke post. It's like I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Ooh, I am for eels. <laughs> Never meant to make your daughter cry. I am for fish, and I'm not a guy. Like. <laughs> I don't know why. It just cracks me up every time. I, every time I think of that song, I think of that stupid fucking post, and it kills me. I don't mind that song that much, honestly. Like most Outcasts, I'm fine with. It's just I was like when I was, I think when did no, the come out? Fun. 2004. It was just every goddamn radio station, and like every advert back home. At, hey, I'm like, oh my god, shut up. It's like I, 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 a lot of people the same reaction. That happy my song. fucking hands to the goddamn <laughs> Hey Ya beat while you were singing it. Fuck. Uh, that's fine. It's a little bit of the same it's reaction to that happy though. song by Pharrell. Like, because, like, it was so overplayed. Even though the song's about being fucking depressed. Like, another one, another one I like that I, I can't, I can't exactly say. Mm-hmm. I'm not even going to say it because it's just like. Well, blank, blank one of the words out if you need to. Who was in Paris, Adam? Ah, yes. <laughs> Who was in Paris? Like, that's... that's uh, to be fair, that's a good one. That's a good one. I, I'm not a big fan of Kanye, <laughs> but Kanye and Jay-Z yeah. in Paris. I'm having, having a good time. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's, like, that's like another one I really like. I just... Man, I, I feel weird. But, like, bro. It's a banger. Uh, and then, and then for some reason, the one that always gets stuck in my head, though, that I can never get out of my head, and this is because we play GTA Five, is fucking Colored Greens by Schoolboy Q. Every time I think oh about that God. song, it just fucking Devin plays has in my head. Devin has a Schoolboy Q song stuck in his head. Dude, it's just always Colored Greens. It just, it's, it's just always you know what, there. There is hope for the world yet. It's just, 
Because <laughs> I have a Schoolboy Q song yeah. stuck in my head. Specifically, like I said, it's just Collard Greens. That's the only Schoolboy Q song of, I know, or I'm aware of that of I know. fucking songs that get stuck in my head because of goddamn GTA. Woke up in a new Bugatti. <laughs> I woke up in a new Bugatti. <laughs> fucking Kushkoma, yeah, too. Kush-coma. That one. That oh, yeah, you're Kushkoma. Kushkoma. I'm gonna auto tune that part. Oh my god! <laughs> Weird, the only gets Please stuck do. At, the only gets stuck in my head is in a rap song from GTA. It's um, it's on the hipster station. If I was that Vinewood Boulevard, it's that cocaine. I think it's Fiddler Cocaine. Cocaine on the river. Cocaine. I don't know why it's just so funny listening to that. Particularly if you're playing single player as Trevor, because it fits so well with his fucking antics. Like it just. Yeah, that's uh, another thing I I love about uh, another thing I love about GTA is that like. I played a lot of five. Yeah. And um in my childhood I played some of Vice City and some I of San Andreas. Yep. But I can fully admit that a lot of the music in those games um kinda got me interested in listening to other music. Like Oh hell yeah. Particularly San Andreas. And that's like a yeah, it's, yeah. And that's like a big deal. Like when you think about it. It's it's like those games. For all the the gripe that people have with those games and all the violence that's in those games, I completely understand how people had issues with those games back in the day. But there is no denying that those games, while they did have a big cultural impact on on our society, fucking like, I mean, let's be real. How many fucking copies is GTA Five sold alone? Like, let's be fucking real. Billion copies. I think it's the Probably. third best-selling game of all time now. I think it's behind exactly. Tetris and Minecraft. It's the most profitable. But those, but yeah. yeah. But the music, the music in those games that that they got, like, uh, like a lot of people play those games for the music, for the vibe, you know. I'd say because of and, GTA San Andreas, they wanted to Rage Against the Machine. Yeah. See, there you go. Like yeah. that's what got you to Rage Against the Machine. And um, and the problem. With the remasters, like they didn't get a lot of licenses back for a lot of the songs, so a lot of songs that people really liked are <laughs> yeah. That's missing. the problem. That's the problem with GTA. And that that's, sucks. That's, that's, that's the problem. Well, no, there's more. There's more these problems. Dude, these motherfuckers call this shit definitive that. edition and doesn't even have fucking all of the shit it came with originally. Xander, you missed me. I so San Andreas is on Game Pass, and I downloaded it, and I was streaming it to Devin, my wife, and his wife, and. uh Oh boy! Oh 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 no! Like it, th- honestly, the game. I, I say I say this by no joke. I had to stop playing after about ten minutes because the roads legitimately were like fizzing, and I mean like the entire road, just the texture of the road was like wibbling and fizzing like a like a like a like a carbonated beverage, and it was making me physically nauseous playing it for more okay. than a few minutes. And the frame rate was so inconsistent. I was like, I had to like. I stop. try not like, to do. I, this. I can't do this. I try my best not to do this shit. I really fucking try my best mm. not to do this shit, but I have to this time. I fucking told uh, you okay. so. Not you two specifically, but everybody who was like, it's going to be oh, yeah. fine. I didn't pay a damn cent for The moment the trailer came yeah. out, I said, this looks wrong. And everybody was like, it's the art style. It's supposed to emulate the... Yeah, I get it's supposed to emulate the whatever. Why the fuck is the fucking goddamn stupid shit smoothed out to the point you can't... N- no! 
No, that's not yeah. an art style. Mate, mate, Zana, you're, com you're completely right. You're completely right because there was an Xbox 360 version of San Andreas which did something similar about seven yeah, eight years and ago it's now. Yeah, it's the worst. Uh, where they, mm. but it, it looks fine and it's it looks fine. It's, you can argue it looks better or worse. No, than no, the no. Uh, version. Sorry. It looks fine. Uh, to thing, clarify, but but it's a to it's, clarify. I mean the later re-re-release of San Andreas on Xbox. Oh, yeah, that yeah. was just the that was that the iPhone version. Yeah, that was just ported to consoles with the iPhone controls. That's what this is based off oh, of. Did he freeze? He froze. He froze. There he goes. Okay, I'm back now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Because like the old 360 one was just a straight... I think they literally retextured it and just gave it achievements and off you go, bye-bye. And it was fine. It was fine because it was just GTA San Andreas retextured and off you yeah. go. In 1080p. Bye. You know, it See, was. here's the thing. I have physical copies of GTA. Well, I don't have them. They're my wife's copies. I'm, let me... Let me I, I have she them gets on, on me for saying that. Like, I... I have this. What's mine is yours, and what's yours hers. is mine. Basically, but like Unless we have, handle. we have physical copies of uh, San Andreas and uh, I think GTA Three. And I actually, you know, I just want to double check. I'm going to step away. You two talk about GTA. Some yeah, no, I have, I have an Xbox copy of GTA San Andreas, which does work on my Xbox One, which is phenomenal because you pop it in, and what it does, it'll update and play the 360 love, version with the uh, new textures. But it's the same fucking game. I love game. how you just try to pronounce I've got San Andreas on PS3 like around he here. did after hearing him pronounce it this way. Yeah, <laughs> uh, is that technically correct? Is it San Andreas or is it but like San Andreas? Um, my favorite thing about GTA 3, and this is my favorite, this should annoy me as a kid, is that one of the radio stations mm. is literally just the Matrix soundtrack. Devin comes back with video games. Okay, sorry. Yeah. I think right. I need to see so, GTA yeah. 2 on Dreamcast. It's San Andreas. Yep, PS2 version. And Vice City. PS2 Vice City is my favorite. Which, I okay, I'll be honest. I... Okay. I think my earliest memory with Vice City is definitely when I was a kid and I went over to my cousin's house. My dad would not let me play GTA. He would not let me play it. Um... But my cousins had GTA, and when I went over to visit them before their house burned down, they had Vice City. And my earliest memory was playing the character in Vice City. I got a samurai sword and I started chopping up people, like literally outside the, the the footsteps of like some very important building. Yeah, and that's the earliest memory of GTA I have. So, goddamn like, Florida. I. I, <laughs> that game is literally Florida, man. The game. Holy shit. I did not realize uh, that. Just said that. Easy um, joke. Easy so joke. So, like, speaking of Florida, man, and shit, tell me. If, uh, tell me I'm not right here. Okay. Vice City is the last GTA game where, but until Trevor comes around in 5, it actually feels fucking good to go around and mass murder people in the streets. Because fucking Tommy Vercetti is a right. piece of shit through and through, is not humanized yeah. whatsoever, and it's perfectly fine. But CJ, in San Andreas, he's only in that situation because that's the life he was born into, and it's the first time the game try to, like, makes you give a shit about the fucking main character, and it just start. that's when it starts to feel wrong to just go fucking shoot everybody up. And then Nico, that's when you just, like, yeah, Nico, that's when it's oh, like, I can't you do, do that. bad things with Nico, you yeah, feel awful. Yeah, because you're just like, Nico wouldn't do this. Okay. Uh, I have never finished GTA 4. It's a good. Um, I know it's one of Xander's favorite games. It's a good story. Really I have fucking it love. on PS3, and I really want to go back and play it because, like, I know it's a big deal. You know, I, I know it's one of Xander's favorite games, and it's just like one of those games. Like, I feel like I should have played by now. You know, it's it's really yeah. weird. It's weird going back um, and playing it after five because the control scheme. Yeah, I mean, it's I not quite as tight as it should be, but storyline wise, it's I recommend. Yeah, uh, if anything, PC 
modified the driving so it's not shit. And then, well, yeah. I think someone literally lifted the GTA PC 5. Version of 4. Yeah. I think someone literally lifted the driving controls out of 5 and dropped them in the PC version of 4 at one point as a mod. Which I just thoroughly recommend doing that. Okay. If I can, if I can get a PC version of 4, I will. Because I really don't want to hook up my PS3 yeah. and go through all that shit. Because I'll be honest, I only use my PS3 to play PS1 games. But they, they put it on sale on Steam like for peanuts pretty goddamn frequently. Like They used to okay. do a thing where you could get GTA 4, Vice City, San Andreas 3, and a bunch of other ones for like oh, 5 yeah, bucks. Oh yeah, if you want to legally get and it, that would you include get the Lost and the Damned. And... Because knowing them, they'll fucking shell out a remaster to a fucking out of fucking house company that'll fucking fucking milk it out in fucking uh, two don't, weeks. Don't, 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 don't tempt face, Xander. Don't speak it. Don't speak don't it speak to it existence. So Xander, Xander, look. Xander, on, on the fact that I've lost a little bit of weight because I quit soda, do not speak its name. Do not curse it because you'll jinx it and There's me. There's no such thing as a jinx. GTA 4 remastered, everybody. Produced uh, by Panic Button. Okay. Here's the thing. No, wait. Panic Button's if a good company, right? A GTA. Panic Button's okay, a good never one. Mind. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Unslander. If a GTA, if a GTA remaster does happen, okay. Four. If if it does, if a GTA Four remaster does happen, I I know it won't happen, but like I genuinely hope that Rockstar learns their lesson from this. They this won't. Absolute shit heap of a remaster and like puts out something good. I just would like to point out. Look, look, look at their history of PC ports alone. I just would like to point out everybody at home that it is always morally correct to come on Rockstar's source code on the internet. I I hope you and on that note, I actually mean. Before we close, before we close, though, speaking of remasters, though, because I want to go back to something we talked about earlier with the Pokemon remasters. I know that you don't want to talk about it because you don't care, but, like, okay. Is there Stankians huh? in the Pokemon remasters? No, no, no. In the Pokemon Diamond Pearl remasters, um, the company that did the remasters, I- ILCA, um, apparently, yeah, Ilica, or whatever the fuck it is, I don't know. Apparently, they made the Battle Tower super fucking hard. Oh, good. I like hard uh, Pokemon. And when I say super fucking hard, I mean, like, there is a ambipom that will literally, like, fuck your shit. It, 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 will, it'll, it, it was made to kill Garchomp. Like, Probably intentionally, because uh, they knew exactly what you'd be fucking doing. Yeah. Like, uh, apparently, the, the way that the IV spread is on this ambipom, it does fake out. Mm-hmm. And it's made to where it will do, it will fake out, then dual chop your Garchomp and kill it in one turn okay so basically you need to have a pretty solid strategy going into that i'm thinking already in my head how to do that uh fun fact uh adam used to be quite good at competitive pokemon he uh went to regionals for vgc uh back in the day and i have the uh, shining monothic to prove it uh fun fact um so did you I'm- replace uh, nah, I just I I I, I did oh. some local stuff and did alright, but VGC. Once you get to that point, like you know, I mean, I wasn't that serious about it. Like I my basic my whole gimmick was a jelly gross, and uh, again gimmick. And then you know, well, that's a decent strategy. It's just it's not going to do in the long run. And then you know, I, yeah. I didn't really care enough about it to keep up with it. And then Street Fighter Four kind of happened in my life, and the rest is kind of history on that one. Um, but like, uh, yeah, uh, like you know, it's. There's always people who are going to come up with really bizarre shit that works. Like, thinking back to those times, like, I think my basic strategy was Tyranitar, let it do its thing, and then switch to a Jilly Gross, and then just fuck around and find out, because I've got this, this Antrim going, I'm not taking damage from Bart Steel here, 
I can agility at least once. I've got the burn orb rocking and rolling, so I've got my attack boost. And oh, my special defense is boosted because of the uh, sandstorm, and then it's just a simple sweep from there. Yeah. And then it's question mark, question mark, question mark, profit for the other four, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it goes. That's how it goes. But that's all I have to say when it comes to remasters and stuff like that. I just really want... If they're going to remaster something, please, there, there are good remasters... And then there are shit remasters. And unfortunately, it seems like we're getting more shit remasters than anything else. Remember the, remember the period we had when people just did HD versions of games and it was just the same PS2 game in 1080p or whatever? Like, this made it widescreen. It was like, they changed nothing. Looking yeah. right at you, Hitman HD collection. Yeah. It, it's kind of wild that when fucking Vice City came out, I remember me and my dad were listening to fucking System of a Down shit. Now Vice City's come out again, but instead of being able to listen to new System of a Down shit, the only thing I can do is buy a goddamn fucking Surge Tankian NFT. Fucking dumbass piece of shit. Fucking, oh, oh, I like the environment. I'm going to destroy it. Fucking NFT, bitch. God, NFT, more like... No fucking thing. That's a terrible joke. Everybody said that joke. End the podcast. No, it's a bad joke. Subscribe. If I'm still listening to this, and I'm still recording, by the way. I'm going to be streaming on Friday, so come Kai. Okay. Now I'm stopping. Bye! NFT, more like, um, not funny time. I'm in it. I'm in the NFTs. Big Chungus.